Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give my regards to Broadway. A lullaby of Broadway. There's a kid in the middle of nowhere who's sitting there living for Tony performances, singing and flipping along with the Pippins and Wiggins and Kinkies, Matildas and Mormonses. So we might reassure that kid and do something to spur that kid. Because I promise you, all of us up here tonight, we were that kid and now we're back. Well, hello, my beautiful Broadway fanatic friends. It's your Broadway buddy, Ben Cameron, and you are listening to a very, very special edition of Playbill Presents, the Broadway cast. Of course, you know that one of the things that we love so much about what we do here at the Broadway cast is connecting with theater fans all over the world. And sometimes, as it turns out, theater fans can come in very glamorous packages. (laughs) And it's coming to us in a very glamorous package today in the form of the one and only Miss Landry Bender. Hi. Hi, Landry. You, of course, know Landry from her role as Cleo Bernstein in Crash and Bernstein on Disney XD, and of course, as Sid in Best Friends Forever on Disney and season three of Fuller House. Congratulations, Yay, thank Landry. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. That's huge. That's massive. And we were talking about it just a moment ago, and we're going to dive into the theater geekdom of it all. But yes. I do want to ask you, because you brought it up, um, that you do record, which happens less and less, in front of a live audience yeah. at Fuller House, which gives it a very theatrical feel. What is the experience of having a live audience there while you're taping? Yeah, it's very rare nowadays to do that. It Sometimes is. it'll be like multicam shows, but they just don't have a live audience. Um, it was my first time doing it, and it's very cool. It, it brings me back to the theater's days when I was younger. Um, and we, yeah, every Friday, the live audience comes in it's huge they're so passionate about the show because it's been around for such a long time oh it's iconic yeah I, you don't remember when it first came out no. Landry but I do I've seen reruns but that's about <laughs> it um, no it's really really cool and they're all so so passionate about it and they're seeing these people that they've grown up with right in front of their eyes and seeing the show before it airs so it really is such a live um, natural amazing feel to it so 
Yeah, do you great. do you find that the audience reaction uh, affects your performance or fuels your performance in some way? Yeah, we rehearse for three days before we actually shoot in front of the audience, and so I really feel like it, I do so much better on live audience days than I do the entire week because it's just you know just like theater, it's that natural thing that you you sort of come upon with the audience there. Yeah, yeah. And I think audiences don't always realize how much a part of the experience they are. There's such a give and take in that energy. With a bad audience, it can be like of a terrible show. Like it, it, they really. Do affect it so much, yeah. Yeah, and do you get a big, you know, when you're recording without an audience and in other sitcom work that you've done, is it easier to trust that you'll get a laugh when you hear that audience immediate response? Or sometimes, sometimes I feel like they will laugh at like a lot of things just because you know if you don't have an audience there it's just like the producers and the writers who wrote it so they're just like yeah it was funny I, I wrote that like yay but right. you know if it's if the audience is there they're hearing it for the first time and so it's so it's so real and natural and right there yeah, yeah and it's sure. a thrilling thrilling feeling yeah. give and take I love all right it. let's geek out together here yes. because you are a self-professed theater fanatic theater nerd fanatic, yeah. and and I am too great perfect um, so one of the things we like to do here at the Broadway cast is have a little bit of fun okay and I'm going to give you a little bit of a challenge if you're up for it. Okay. Can you handle it, Landry? Uh, maybe. It's going to be very simple. Okay. We're going to put 20 seconds on the big Broadway cast clock. Okay. There's no real clock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to ask for you to name for me in that 20 seconds as many musicals as you can in those 20 seconds. Do they seconds. have to be on right now or is they it sure don't. in general? They okay. sure don't. Got it. Yep. And you could even use the playbills on the table as reference points okay. if you want to up your score. All right. But once again... The points mean nothing. Or for Got the first it. time. Here we go. Ready, set, and go. Wicked, Hamilton, Dear Evan Hansen, The Lion King, Annie, um, Come From Away, uh, Hello Dolly, uh, Waitress, uh, Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night. That's not a musical, that's a play. But I'm But way I, it's impressed. a bonus. I'm putting that in there. Um, I'm way shoot. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, other ones. Perfect. Clocks out. I that no doesn't idea. exist. The clock that doesn't exist. I, maybe the time I is probably right could have done more, but uh, it's okay. I was super impressed. All I love right. that you threw in the curious incident of the dog. It's not a musical, then, though. It's a play. But that was amazing. Thanks. That just makes me know that you really know your theater. That's an amazing play. It's really yeah. good. I never got to see that. Oh, it's incredible. And I feel some sort of like Broadway shame about it deep I, down. I, I saw it here, and then I saw it. It came to L.A., and I saw it there, too, with my grandma, and we were just like, it's incredible. So being in L.A., do you get a chance to go out and see a lot of what comes through and what's happening theatrically there? Yeah, the Pantages is great, and yeah. then the Amundsen downtown so I definitely mm -hmm. do get around there there's they all come around there and it's great um I mean, there's nothing like Broadway, obviously, but, sure. but it is. It's like the second best thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's start at the very beginning here. It's a very good place to start. That's what I've been told. Yep. Can you remember, Landry, when you first kind of fell in love with theater? Do you remember sitting in an audience and going, oh, that? Yeah, I was um, four years old. And I lived in, I was four, little baby. Yeah. Um, I lived in Arizona at the time. Okay. And my mom took me to Annie. It was touring around the country. And it was just one of those things like, you know, mother-daughter date, like a cute thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I was like so in awe and she was just very confused because it's not like, oh, those little girls are tap dancing. It's like really cute. It was like these like wings at the side of the stage. I can see them getting ready. And, you know, the orchestra, she's like, what are you talking about? You're four. And so. Yeah. At like, four years old to be to looking for those details yeah. and care about other parts of other, rather than the redhead girl in the middle singing. Right. And so that that was sort of my first thing and then I bugged her for like a month about wanting to do some sort of theater like that and so my 
in my hometown, my community theater, Desert Stages Theater, is incredible. Shout out. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, I was I actually just there. They they revamped it and I went back and like did a Q&A and stuff. It did was you really? really, really were cool. they just, why are they so proud of you? If yeah. Got to and, be. and it's so cool. They're all, you know, they're all like growing up there just like I did. And it was just amazing to be back. So that was cool. Shout out to you guys. Hi. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I was there for like four years and I like really found my love for performing. And then from there I went to TV and film. And Can you tell me what were the roles you did? Oh there. my gosh. Um, I was Molly and Annie. You gotta be. I have little Molly, the youngest little one. Yeah. Um, Does she, is she the oh my goodness, oh my goodness? She's the one that goes, clean up till this dump shines like the top of the Chrysler, Chrysler building. building. Yep. And I was like on another girl's shoulder, like <laughs> screaming. It was great. And everybody goes wild. Yeah. Everybody loves Molly. That's my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was Gretel in The Sound of Music. Of course, the, the youngest one again. Of course, yeah, because I'm. Small. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to keep <clears throat> reminding myself that you were five and six years old I was when this was very happening. Little, yeah. Um. So that was that was probably my favorite, just because I was like a very big fan of the musical, then the movie, and everything. So that was cool. What else? I was in The Music Man. I was in Peter Pan. I did it all. I did Alice in Wonderland. I did it all. Yeah. These are absolutely the roles that you should be playing. It's great. Yeah. Community theater is my favorite. It's well, the best. We often say to our Broadway stars that we talk to that it really never is as fun as community theater. You know, when everyone's just doing it to have a good time. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of community theater. When I was in community theater, I got to play a hoedown dancing golem. No. At one point, yeah. What show was that? That would be in Hobbit the Musical. Oh, uh-huh. lovely. I had to wear a silver unitard <laughs> for that one. <laughs> Classic uh, Followed theater. shortly thereafter by my performance in a children's musical called Children of the Universe, oh. not to be confused with Children of Eden, where I got to wear another unitard. Wow. In Utah. And you had a whole collection. I had a whole just, collection of, of unitards, and I had a tinsel <laughs> headband and a sequin belt. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Great. That, that's, uh, so I think maybe your, yours was a little bit cooler. And uh, I had unitards, too, but I was like seven, so it was more. Um, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> that's great. You uh, you recently had a, you had a near miss because you said that Hamilton is one of your favorite shows of all time, and Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. I wake up every morning thinking about Hamilton. Like, my you parents do? hate me. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Do you wake up singing it? Yep. What's your favorite song? Uh, all of it. I, it changes every day. Um, <laughs> there's so much there, to choose there's, from. There's 46 songs. It's a long musical. <laughs> it's like. And it's all music, which is exciting. Which is great. Absolutely. I love my shot. It took him a year mm-hmm. to write that, which is crazy. That's insane, isn't it? It took him a year to write that song. He's like, this is the basis of the musical. It took him a year. Yeah. Right now I'm reading the autobiography of Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Just, I don't know why. Like, it's... Listen, the, if only Alexander Hamilton was alive to enjoy all of his <laughs> new massive I, success. I, I coaxed my teacher into letting me, I was supposed to do a project. Sorry, I'm getting off track. I'm so into I was it. supposed Let's to talk. do a project on a president, and I literally negotiated with my teacher to let me do it on Hamilton. <laughs> Like he is the president of Broadway. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, and my friend, he was so pissed at me. He's like Landry. He's like, he goes, I have to study this entire president, and like, you have to like, you just know all of it. I'm like, it's not my fault. I You're just, like, I love Lynn, it. Lynn did it for me. Lynn, Lynn, it's it's all Lynn. It's amazing though because you, you do learn things from it that from an angle of a, a person that they mentioned the show was a founding father who some people forgot. Yeah. You know? It's such a genius show. Yeah. Jeez. How many times have you seen it? Only once. You've only seen it once? Okay. Yeah. I guess the only other people who've seen it more than once are Beyonce and Barack Obama, right. probably. Yeah. Which, the, go you guys. Go you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch up at some point. Yeah. I've seen it once as well. If I had a billion dollars, I'd see it every day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're well on your way. Since you are such a big Hamilton fan, <laughs> this is what we do here at the Broadway cast. We make dreams come true. We're going to make your Hamilton dreams come true. Okay. All right. I'm going to spring one on you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to shout out 
a number, and you're going to go for it. Okay. Do you accept this challenge? I accept. Okay, here we go. We're going to go for guns and chips. Let's do it. Ready? And five, six, seven, and Lafayette. I'm taking this horse by the reins, make a red coat sweater with blood stains. Lafayette. And I'm never going to stop until I make them drop and burn them up and scatter their remains out. Lafayette. Watch me engage it. I'm escaping. I'm enraging them. I'm out. Lafayette. I go to France for more guns. I come back with more guns and, and chips. chips. And, and so, so the, the balance, balance shifts. shifts. We rendezvous with Rochambeau, consolidate their gifts. We can end this war in Yorktown. Cut them off at sea. But for this to succeed, there's someone else we need. I know. Uh, that I was messed amazing. up in the middle there. But no, Ooh, do the, um, I've been reading Common Sense by Thomas oh, Paine. Oh, let's do yeah? it. Okay. Do you want to do that? We're gonna do, now we're switching into the Schuyler sisters <clears> because <throat> we're really hitting our stride. Landry, I'm a trust fund, baby. You can trust me. I've been reading Common Sense by Thomas Paine. Some men say that I'm intense or I'm insane. You want a revolution? I want a revelation. So listen to my declaration. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. But when I meet Thomas Jefferson, huh. uh, I'm going to compel him to include women in the sequel. Work! Work. Oh. <laughs> that was so good! I have never felt more alive Oh my gosh, you're a great this bird. Moment. You're a great bird. Was I a good bird? Yes, you were oh, a great bird. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, that was perfect. Okay, tell me the Lynn story. I need to know the Lynn story, Landry. Okay, so I have a family friend that works at James Corden. Okay. The Late Late Show. My idol. Uh, My idol and everything. Forget it, yeah. Yeah, hello. Yeah, so um, I went there um, with my best friend because he was telling me, he's like, "Uh, Landry, Lynn is going to be on the show. He's like... Not many people know this, but like we want to get, let's get you to. That's making me tremble, tremble and shake. Like, and it was right after my birthday. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be like the best birthday present ever. I love you. Great. Whatever. Right? I get there. Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. What's the thing, Landry? Here's the thing. I okay. I get there, these three, like, not to be rude, I'm, they're, like, cute little girls, but they're, like, these three, like, ten-year-old girls. They knock on his dressing room door. They go in there for hmm, 30 minutes, screaming their heads off, cheering like it's Justin Bieber, like, oh, my God. And, like, I'm not even excluding them. Like, you, Hamilton's great. Everyone should love Hamilton. I think that's amazing. But I'm just, like, I can't follow that. Like, I just... I not to put myself in it. I just like I wanted to talk to him about like the like like the genius he is and not just be like ah! and run around a circle yeah. and shake pom poms. So I'm like I'd rather just meet him a different way. So I just decided not to and I stood next to his dad and that was close enough. So. Uh, do you know what? I get that though. I you do understand. Under- I do understand. And I'm close. I'm so close to their age. They were like 11 or 12 and I'm 17. So it's like I'd be put in that category. I don't want to scream my head off. I just wanted to talk to him like a like, like an artist to artist yeah. kind of thing. And guess what? You're going to have the opportunity to. Yeah. So. so I decided not to, but I saw his dad. Okay. What was his dad like? He was cool. He's just kind of sitting there, like with headphones. He's like, "What's up?" Like, I'm. Did he say that to you? Did he say, "What's up?" He was just like, "Hello." I'm like, "Oh, you're cool. Okay. You you birthed a genius. Congrats." Yeah, congratulations. They're thereby are a genius Mm -hmm. yourself. Yep. So, um, (laughs) well, I like this though. I like that you had the wherewithal and the composure to say, "No, no, no." I couldn't do it in theater. So often, it's all about timing, and timing is when the timing is right, it will happen. You know what I did though? Tell me what you did. We were leaving. I, I took I took his parking spot paper that had his name on it. <laughs> I did. Said did? Lyndon Bo Miranda parking and I, I did took Did you have the to sign. like snatch it real quick and fold it up and yep. like I have it. You do? Yeah, I own it. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's great though because I when don't you... fangirl any by anyone, by the way, but he's like my one yeah. person. But here's what's gonna happen. When you do sit down on the couch at James Corden with him, which will happen, I'm putting it out into the universe. You can pull that out and you've got Feel that like, here moment. You go, I'm returning this to you. And his mind will go Poof. Yeah. 
It's going to be beautiful. So you've got this incredible TV and film career going on, and it's so exciting, and you're so engaging and lovely, and I think that we should be best friends. Uh, Can we? Let's do it. Yeah, I would like that very much. Perfect. Um, So as a big theater fan, what would be your dream role in the theater, if you could play any part? Gosh. Um, I mean, going back to The Sound of Music, to play Maria would be incredible. Yeah? Um, I don't know if they'd ever bring that back to theater, but... Oh, they bring it back. Well, it's do you never, think they're going to bring it back to Broadway? See, they will at some point. When I'm like 25? I'm certain of it. You could probably just put it out there in the universe that you want that to happen. Hi, universe. What's at 25. Up? So How's it going? Broadway gods, you've got seven years <laughs> to <laughs> prep this. And Landry's, so clear your schedule seven okay, years from now. It's clear. 25. Yep. And she's coming in. She's going to play Marie in The Sound of Music. You know what another one is? If that one, if that one's like, no, Landry, that's not happening. Okay. Uh, La La Land, the musical, I heard that's happening. Oh. I don't know if I will be the right age for it, but I love La La Land with all my heart and soul, and I would love to play Mia. Were you so excited when uh, when Emma Stone won that? Wait, what happened? Emma, they won the Oscar. She but won they the did, Oscar, but then they for announced it for winning the Oscar, and then they were wrong. What happened that the, night? She won. She won the Oscar for Best Actress. Right. Casey Affleck won Best Actor, even though it would have been great—a like great moment if Ryan and Emma both won. But I, he deserves it. He had a good performance. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> not bitter or anything. Nope. No, um, nope. Sorry. So off track. Um, and then for they won Best Picture, and then they took it away and gave it to me. That's Moonlight. what happened, yeah. right? I remember watching that. Being I like, felt I'm so, so bad for everyone in that, involved in that. That was so sad. That was. I was so confusing, but they were so very, very gracious about it. Yeah, everyone handled it very well, but I just it was like really awkward. Okay, so we have so Sound of Music and La La, La, La Land, Land the musical are 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 the things going to happen. I mean, for you. obviously Hamilton too, like Eliza, Angelica, or Peggy. I'll do any of them. Do you know what? You're giving me just a little bit of a little Philippa Sue. <laughs> do you ever get that? I no, I have never gotten that before, but I love her. Who got I adore that? Do you her. see that, people? Thank you, guys. Little, she's helpless. Oh, oh my gosh. I yeah, I love it all. Do you ever get to interact with your fans, your fans, theater people as well? Do you do you make sure that they know your that that's a passion of yours? Yeah, and I I forget how much I put it out there, but like I'll see my friends and they're like like I'll I'll go to like a birthday party and I'll they'll like be playing music over the Bluetooth. I'm like um Hamilton. They're like no. You listen to it too much. And, like, they know. There they know. is no such thing People as too much. People in L.A. don't get it, okay? That's my yeah. thing. Like, you guys you guys get it. Would you ever want to move to New York at some point? Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I lived here actually for four months when I was 10, and I shot a movie here. Oh, great. Called The Sitter. So I worked on that, and then... So every time I come back, like those memories come back. Uh, sure. So I'd I'd love to do that again because it's just it's such a beautiful city and especially when you're like living here for like work and doing that kind of a thing, it's so fun. The energy is just palpable. Even yeah. walk, it's so fun to even walk to the studio because you walk through Times Square or yeah. around the area. It never it never goes away. Like it's every time I come here, I love yeah. it. The smells, like people think that's weird, but like the it's smells true, of New York. The like, sensory even experience. The sewer, I'm not even kidding you. I know that sounds disgusting, yeah. but I love the smell of it. Yeah, the sensory experience of being in Times Square is Beautiful. huge. Beautiful. Um, what what happens coming up? I mean, I know that in seven years, Sound of Music and La La Land are going to happen. Hey, what, thanks. Yeah, what's coming up after uh, after Fuller House? Um, let's see. So that's coming out this month, and then I I do an animated show oh, that's fun. a spinoff of The Lion King. It's called The Lion Guard. Oh, how fun. And I play a little monkey, and it's very cute. It's on Disney Junior. 
That's a that's really thing I've ever heard. I play a little monkey. I do. And it's like a really high-pitched voice. It's adorable. And then <laughs> um, I'm also, I'm doing a film later this year. Um, it's called Zach's Lie. So that's very fun too. Good gravy. You're a busy young lady. Hey, thanks. And yeah. then I have school too, but that's like, you know, school. School's, it's <laughs> school's a, school. It's a thing. Do you, how do you do it? Do you do it online or do um, you? Independent study. So yeah. I'm in a program that like a lot of actors do. A lot of like yeah. Olympic gymnasts do the program. Like it's, they work really well with schedules. Um, yeah. And then they come to set and take all my work and I do tests and it's all the same curriculum. It's just like different way you're, of doing it. You're amazing. And I'm and I'm so happy that I got to meet a fellow theater geek. I'm so happy too. This has been so fun. I've never done an interview like this where it's like all, all Broadway about and Broadway. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's, it. that's that's how we roll. I love it. Well, keep spreading the good word. Yes. And getting your fans to be fans of the theater. I will. That's a, that makes you an incredible ambassador for the theater. Oh, When you talk about you. how much you love it to, to young people who are such big fans of yours. Thank you. It's been, yeah, I love it so much. So, yeah, like you said, I love to just talk about it. Well, I love you, too. Oh, I love you. Put this it there. This has been so fun. Thanks so much, Lady Thank Bender. You. Yay. That's Yay. So fun. Make sure you don't miss a single episode and subscribe to us on iTunes. And now you can listen to Playbill Presents the Broadway cast on Spotify. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media platforms at the Broadway cast. <laughs> <laughs> 